All right, all right, all right, all right. Welcome, everybody, to the first edition of Knuckles Family Friends Presents. I think we're going to go with... <laughs> Knuckles, we'll, go, we'll go with the uh, Knuckles crib for right now, the Knuckles crib, where I invite a couple of my friends for one-on-one interviews, but they want to turn it into conversations. I don't want to feel like, you know, they're getting... They're getting what's that word I'm looking for? Getting interior. No, it's just into a nice conversation, nice journalism, one-on-one interviews, because what people don't know is... I went to school for journalism and I want to, you know, you know, do interviews around the pop culture world. Here we finally are going to deal with my first guest. Now you've seen this guy before on majority of my Marvel recap, not just Marvel, like superhero um, recaps. And I have been, I did a few of them before I started doing it with him pause, but with him, I was more to the more consistent with this thing. So I want to appreciate it. So I got my man Anthony, aka Highlight President King, and I got my probably should have asked him before we started this interview right there, but I'm sure that I'm like saying this right, King Anarch. Yep, Anarch. Uh, I, 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 I said it perfectly. I'm, feel, I'm proud of myself right now, but <laughs> yes, he has been on my show for m- multiple of uh, occasions, which we have yet to do a Mooncast Moon Knight discussion, which we will do that. We have this is the first one where it's like. It's hard to get everyone together for this one. So, like, but I've been watching Moon Knight lately. I have been watching Moon Knight. Like um, last episode got me, but uh, yeah, I've been yeah. um, I've been um into it. Okay, I, I've been liking it too. It's it's different, but so that's mm-hmm. that's just for a different day. And before we get to the interview, I know you are a big basketball uh, basketball guy. What's your take on the playoffs so far? With the Nets getting swept? Ooh. That's a tough one, man. I mean, honestly, like I didn't really see the Nets going far this year just because they had a lot of stuff that they had to work out. But um, honestly, I kind of knew they were going to have a problem with Boston because Boston, um, I think, was always underrated. I think they wasn't really on people's radar, but that team just like down the line, like defensively, offensively with Tatum um, and uh, Jalen Brown, like I feel like they – they're going to like make a lot of noise in the playoffs. So yeah. I didn't really see them getting past them. I mean, the fact that they locked KD down the way they did shows a lot. So mm-hmm. I thought I picked the Nets in seven, but I, I didn't see them getting swept, sweeped. Like that, that, that was, that was a surprise. Yeah. A huge surprise. But I mean, they got away from that first game, I think, you know, before. Ooh, that first, yeah, that first game. Yeah. That first game, they, mm-hmm. mm. Nay, had they not won that first game, this could probably be a different series, honestly. I mean, honestly, they, they did have a chance to win, too. The, the first game, oh, yeah. they should take care of business. And, you know, the last game, you know, KD missing the free yeah. throw and then, you know, them not calling up a timeout, you know, yada, yada, yada. It was just bad game planning and, you know, it just yeah. was kind of helped skelter. But uh, I don't know. We'll see what happens next year. Ben Simmons coming back. Like, if I mean, I'm, I'm kind of curious to see what happens. I mean, yeah, it is like kind of whatever with him now, but it is I'm curious. You know, all this rest that he got, we'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Mental health. Okay, we'll see how that is. But uh, anyway, so let's and let's you know start this interview now. Now, what many of you don't know, I mean, we, we, I've been saying this for the longest time. If you guys pay attention to my uh, podcast, that Anthony is an artist. But before we get into your R six and six ways articulate views, I want to start with, start off my podcast with you know how we met, how we interacted, how we got to this day. And from how we met is that you're a day, my friend, uh, currently still, correction, 
engaged to my friend Nicole. And I always did hear about Anthony for the longest time. I'm all, this guy does security. He's been around Nicole for a long time. I'm like, okay, seems like a cool guy. So then we met when we had, when we when I set up that dinner at, um, what's that place called again? Bahama Breeze. Bahama Breeze, yeah. When we had that big dinner, which was a lot of fun. And that's how we clicked. And I'm like, oh, snap, you like superhero. You're, you're a nerd just like me and artists too. So like, we just clicked right there, you know. Here we are, probably call you one of my good friends and one of my partners on this podcast journey. So, like I said, so we got to thank Nicole for that. <laughs> Yo, for sure. Definitely got to thank Nicole for that, you know, linking it up. I mean, honestly, like, they, and I remember she used to talk about you and be like, hey, like, have you ever met RL at Havana? Like, and I used to be like, nah, I don't think I have, but, yeah. you know what I mean? But sometimes things just happen that way, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you just, like naturally just click or bond with somebody over, you know conversation like you said we have you know similarities with the anime and you know superhero kind of stuff so Mm. actually you know that was just going going click yeah we're both nerds so that's like i said when you when you see each other when you sense the nerd energy you're like yo you're a nerd oh yeah i'm a nerd too all right i'm gonna be the best of friends right there (laughs) i used to i used to always see that too because like you know i used to play ball like i played ball all my life like so it was like the Mm. idea of being like a jock but then at the same time, like I was always into like all the other things, and I never used to like consider it like being like nerdy, like you know what I mean. Like sometimes people make that you know you're a nerd like a, a negative thing, and I used to be like, yeah, there's nothing wrong with being like a nerd. Like if you know your stuff, like you know you call smart people nerds, or they call like people that are into like cartoons and action heroes and stuff like that nerds. And it's like, so what? Like that's me. You know what I mean? Like. And there's a lot of people that's out here tough and, you know, mm-hmm. that, that are nerds too, but won't admit it. <laughs> that is true. That is very, very true. So I'm like I said, but back in the day, when you say you're a nerd, you get made fun. Nowadays, it's like, it's cool. It's a trend, almost like a fake trend, but that's a different story for a different day. We can get all into that. So anyways, let's get down with this interview. Like I said, so we just introduced how, you know, we clicked, how we, how we became friends to this day. So, Let's go with let's go with Anthony's bio. So, like I said, we all know you're an artist, but talk to me how you know how that started. What got you into drawing? Did you go to school for it? Yada yada. So tell me, like you know, your origin story in a way. Man, um, yeah, we'd be on a whole be on this podcast for a whole hour <laughs> talking over my whole origin story of how I got started. But I mean, honestly, you know, this all started when I was like younger. Um, one of the people that you know, that was my biggest influences, I, I would say, is probably my father. Um, I just always remember to this day, he used to always sit me down, um, you know, in the living room and like he would draw like these, like little fake little superheroes on a piece of paper. And like back then, like they used to be like the illest. I used to be like, wow, like these are super cool. Like, and you know, just the fact that he created these characters from like a piece of paper or on a piece of paper, um, kind of launched me like starting to like draw and like started getting into like illustration um and i used to be a big disney head like i ain't gonna lie like i'm still a big disney fan but at the same time you know what i mean like animation all that stuff like back when i was a kid like i used to think it was just incredible like i still do like even with like the newer animation but like um, Pixar or just like the other anime type of style ones? Nah, like the original animation, oh, like you know, Aladdin, you know, uh, Beauty and the Beast, like Lion King was always my favorite, you know, like, but then, you know, even when they was making like movies like Hercules, like 
um, back in the day, like Disney Channel, they used to have like these segments where they would show how they made like the cartoons or made the movies. I remember those. Yeah. Right. Like, and so I used to like watch those and be just amazed by like all these like different animators just in a room, like making these like sheets of paper with all these characters. So, I mean, like, so that kind of like boosted me and like really honing in and like loving art. It was just something about it, you know, as far as, you know, taking something of nothing and creating something of beauty, you know? So, um, so I, I mean, and then I started getting into like art, like a lot of my art classes, like used to be my favorite subject in school. Like, you know, people would be like Jim, like Jim obviously was my favorite too, cause I love sports, but man, I, as soon as I saw like art class or that day was, you know, I have art class, like I was happy, you know what I mean? Like, you know, I was always, um, I ain't gonna say the best drawer, but like, like everybody knew like I could draw. Like everybody, you know, even my teachers were like, wow, like, you know, you're really talented. You know, and sometimes I used to have like extra, you know, help like from some teachers after school, like, you know, you could do a lot with this and, you know, and they used to teach me some of the basics. So, you know, I, I kind of got to give a big shout out to my elementary school teacher, Mrs. Aki, um, because she really like saw potential in me and like used to like sit with me like, you know, after school and things like that. And just be like, hey, if you really want to learn how to do art, you know, I could teach you like, you know, like you got a lot of talent. So, so, I, you know, I, I really like now I'm like thinking about talking about it, like, you know, it was kind of cool, like teachers like that, that. You know, not a lot of teachers today are like that, you know, where oh, yeah. they see potential in a kid and spend that extra time with them. Like, you know, it's kind of like they go go to work and go home. But um, so, yeah, man, it's just like so I went from there to, you know, like I said, growing up, just like doing like sketchbook stuff and playing around. And I actually went to Rutgers, um, you know, actually to play ball. Oh, you went to Rutgers? Yeah, yeah, I went to Rutgers, but I went to uh, I went to Rutgers North. So okay, yeah, but they had a couple different campuses. Yeah, yeah. I went to Rutgers North. Um, I went up there to play ball, um, but they didn't really kind of work out. Um, and um they they only kind of like art uh kind of thing they had was uh graphic design. So okay. yeah, that that's oh so it then again there is art and there is graphic design, which I, I always thought they were like under the same category in a way. Yeah, so it's weird. So I thought like every college had like an animation class, like, or you can major in animation. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, but I, you know, wasn't like in the realization that like, oh, you know, you just go to a school for animation or, you know what I mean? Like full sales or, you know, um, you know, schools, the arts, you know, California, you know, that school in California where a lot of like Disney animators go. But um. But anyway, so I but I was originally going to Rutgers because I really wanted to play ball though. So um so I ended up going there and I was like, all right, at least they'll have like some in the art realm. And it was like graphic design is you know a better subject to have too, like as far as honestly making money, you know, doing art after you get out of school. Um, because when it comes to fine art or animation, you know, it's a really tough area, you know, to be in. So so I started doing graphic design and I had no idea what graphic design was. So wait, I was that's, coming fresh. Sorry to cut you off. So when you went to school, was basketball your number one thing? Like did you think about their graphic design or was it something that did they just you just said, Hey, you want to make money, you want to do graphic design? So like was it was it in the plan? Or was it was just, just straight up basketball. 
honestly, like, so I always had a mentality that, like, if I was going to go to school, like, you know, I would play ball and, like, I love playing ball. I'm, I love basketball. It was always my passion. But um, I never saw, like, a long-term, like, oh, I'm going to go to the NBA or I'm going to play overseas doing this. Like, you know what I mean? I almost use it as a, a avenue to get into school kind of thing to, yeah. you know, obviously stay in shape, um, you know, play, do something recreational and have fun with it. I was always competitive. Though. Don't get me wrong. Like I was yeah. nice with it, but, <laughs> um, but uh, you, you, but, that, you were that dude, you were that dude. Oh yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> honestly, like, so when they say Anarch designs and like King of Anarch, so like my name is like shakes. So that's your last name, right? Nah, nah. Hunter is my last uh, name. I'll just, I always see, seeing shakes and stuff like that. Yeah. I was, see, I was wondering where shakes came from. Yeah. Shakes. That's uh that was a basketball name when I was like young. So that kind of grew with me. Like people didn't even know my real name when I was in like school, like high school, <laughs> elementary school. Everybody called me Shakes. So every time like people see me in there, like like if there was like a an announcement or something like that and say like Anthony Hunter come down and I'll stand up, like people be like, Yo, that's your name, bro. Like I thought your name was Shakes. So <laughs> and so that was always like a funny joke. Um <clears throat> but yeah, man, so so like being like my name being like shakes or whatnot, like, you know, that's kind of like I want to use that as far as like with Anarch Designs. Like, so mm. I'm kind of bringing it back as far as like, you know, my my actual artist name mm. in a sense. Now, back to go no, back to your elementary school. When you said your artist said that you, um, you saw the talent in you, do you know what you drew that caught your teacher's attention? Like, what was the thing where it's like, wow this i can actually you know mm. be something with this right here i'm mean, i know it's a lot that's a that's a while yeah. to look back to yeah no honestly like i think self-portraits because back then like you know what well, our classes like they would teach you like the basic stuff like you know doing self-portraits or um drawing like little tiny things um like pieces of fruit or something like that and I don't know, I used to have like a cartooning class. That class was like my favorite class. That class was the it class right there. Like, I mean, like we used to draw like comic strips. Um, we used to make like claymations, like, you know what I mean? Like everything. Um, so I would say like elementary school though, I would say probably like self-portrait. I think like my self-portrait was just like, yo, like, you like know exactly like where to put the eyes, like the nose, like everything is like, is you, you know what I mean? Like, and it was obviously, you know, far past like everybody else. Cause you know, you gotta have like an interest in art. Like, if, you know what I mean? You ain't just gonna wake up and just know how to draw. Like they obviously saw that, oh, this kid like actually drew like, you know. And do you know what grade you're in? I know you said elementary school. So I'd be like second, third, fourth, fifth. Um, Probably like third grade. Oh, dang. That early, because trust me, at third grade, I had no artistic skills. I'm just like, I can't draw this. What do you expect me to do with this stuff right now? I can't do anything. I was such a negative. Like, every time I color everything, I'd be scribble, scrabble. Like, I can't do art for ish, man. So, like, at the development at that age right there, like, that's, that's very, that's talent right there. Like, you can't. Yeah, like I said, you can't. Sometimes you can't just. Well, you can teach that, but like the passion for it, like you can't teach. Mm -mm. I mean, it's like yeah, it's like one of those things like you have it or you don't, right? Mm -hmm. It's like 
there's certain things like that you get taught or somebody shows you like, you know, like, you know, you always when they say bringing up a child, like you, you show them like a bunch of different things. And there's certain things that w- is just going to click with them. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think like my father probably not even knowing it, you know, God rest his soul. Like, you know, at the end of the day, like him just sitting down, just like trying to like do a sketch with his son, you know what I mean? Just all of a sudden, like lit a switch, like in my head, like, wow, like, this is incredible to me. Like, you know, it wasn't just like a, you do it and that's it. It was like, I want to do that. I want to know how you did that. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, it just kind of like built from there. But, um, you know, continue on like what I was saying, like with, with college. Um, yeah, yeah, I'll show you back on that, yeah. Yeah, I had no idea what, you know, graphic design was. Like a lot of the people in my class, like obviously took graphic design, you know, classes in high school. So they knew like the basics or the fundamentals of like doing graphic work. And I was like, I don't know how to do any of this. So it was kind of like fish out of water kind of situation. Like everybody's portfolios were like these clean, you know, logo designs and business designs and stuff like that. And like, I was like, my portfolio was just all this, like these sketches (laughs) that I did of like, I don't know. I was, I did this one, like I did like Chris Brown or something like that, or, you know what I mean? And, one of your, your favorite R&B, one of your favorite R&B artists. I know you're a Chris yeah, Brown fan. The, the greatest R&B artist there is right now, bro. And nobody could debate me on this right now. In this generation? In this generation, bro. He's Talking like, about talent-wise. He's like, he's like this gen- he's this generation's Michael Jackson. But I feel Mom. like he's... He, I Mom. feel like he... Huh? Mom, if you're hearing this right now, but you, you'll, you'll love Anthony right now because my mom is a Chris Brown fan. Yeah. I like Chris Brown too. I well, I don't want to upset you, but I'll keep it, I'll keep it, I'll keep it, I'll keep that quiet. But um, no, I like Chris Brown. I, well, I, yeah. I'll keep I'll keep the other things quiet. But that's a debatable. Yes, that Chris Brown is this this uh Michael Jackson generation. I mean, yeah. Uh, don't get me wrong. Like Michael Jackson, obviously, was something unreal. Like, like I said, that's why I said this generation, and that's that's, yeah, what, that's like, you, quickly, you quickly correct yourself right there. Yeah, when you tell me, when I talk about this generation, and I don't want to go too far off the subject, when yeah. I say this generation, like as far as like his versatile versatility, like the way he can, you know, music, dance, like rap, every, everything, like, and then like anytime he's on a track, the song is like a hit, like in a sense, like that consistency to me is kind of like that's untouchable like you know just like mike but to end that off i always think when they talk about these versus battle i think the best versus battle that that we could see right now would be chris brown versus usher that's the only person i can see with the kyle right there that's That's the only only, person with usher and chris Brown. that's the only first spot i can see with them all i'm saying is that and i'm gonna leave it at that then nobody's really talking about it but that right there i feel like everybody tuning in because the catalog for both of them, both of them can dance, would be crazy. Mm. But so other than that, so going back, <laughs> you said you <laughs> had like your sketch of like Chris Brown. Like I had like one of like I think it was like some Disney characters or something like that. But I remember, wait, wait, Anthony, I'm sorry to cut you off right there. Mm-hmm. At the time, were you using Adobe? Like were you, were you, were you hand drawn? Because I don't know. Around that time, people were doing the whole digital art thing right there drawn through the computer like mm-hmm. where is was it so just you know hand-drawn stuff at the time because yeah. now we're like in a different generation of art now 
it was all hand drawn, bro. It was all, you know, pencil, color pencil, magic marker. Like I used to have this thing with like sketching and then outlining and magic and, and permanent marker and then coloring it in with like color pencil kind of thing. So that was like my thing back then. And like, it's, it's interesting. Like when you look back on like certain things you did back then, you're like, yo, like what was that? But at the same time, like it was dope in that moment. Like it was dope in that time, like of evolution. But um, yeah, man, but it, so I had like that, but I remember uh, Professor DeStoffel, um, out of everybody, like all the professors that come look at my portfolio, he kind of really honed in was like, wow, like, you know, there's some potential in this. Like, you know, it's different. It's, it's not like the traditional graphic design, right? And it's like, usually like people that illustrate or animators, not animators, but people that do illustration, you know, do really well with graphic design, like, because they're not constricted to just, you know, using the computer and, you know, making sure things are lined up a certain way or a certain, you know, things are, have a certain opacity and all that kind of, but, you know, that structured way of, you know, graphic design, you kind of could think more so outside the box and like mm -hmm. certain shapes or images that like you can't do just on a computer, you know, the person that can illustrate it out first, you know, got kind of like a leg up and and i still believe in that you know what i mean like and i even if this is you know years from now like where they look back on this interview and be like yo what he mean illustrators are better yeah i've said it illustrators are better when it comes to like doing graphic design honestly um and just because like you have like you know a whole lot in your arsenal you say you're more that makes you more versatile and yeah more versatile like so it's just kind of like, like you said, you're not constricted. Like, you know what I mean? You can, you can do a lot more um, than just, you know, put your hands tied behind your back. You know what I mean? So, mm -hmm. but yeah, so I ended up getting into the program and, you know, from there, like learning like the basics and I'm not going to say, you know, obviously I was like the best, you know, graphic designer. Like I had my own vision. There was definitely people that obviously like outshine me, like, mm. and I was like a different realm because, I was used to being like the best at, you know, illustrating and like in my class, like art wise, you know, teachers like kind of like taking them under their wing kind of thing. And in college, like it wasn't like that, honestly, like I was cool with like my professors, like, you know, shout out to uh, Professor Ned Drew, like Professor Ned Drew was like the dopest, you know, professor at Rutgers North. Um, and it was funny. You went to uh, you went to Rutgers. I went to Ryder. So every time when I said the art, they're like, Rutgers, but no, I went to Ryder. <laughs> so your your school definitely outshines my school. Oh, yeah. Ryder is still a dope school, but it's not as big as Rutgers. Yeah, it's D1, but it's not D1. Yeah. Yeah. We're D2. Yeah, yeah. Are you D2 now? I thought Ryder was D1 at one point. I think it was at one point, but it's, it's D2 unless something changed. Mm. Oh. Well... I mean, big shout out to Ryder too, because I used to play ball at the Ryder uh, summer camps, and I used to kill it. Mm. So I, I got a lot of love for Ryder, um, you know, basketball and Ryder as a college too. So it's interesting that you said that when playing basketball, 
you knew it wasn't a long-term goal because I think when a lot of people play sports nowadays, they wanted to be their long-term goal. But like, you knew instantly that you wanted to be doing graphic design, being an artist. So like, you just—I'm pretty sure it wasn't like, oh man, I'm Doctor Master. But you, I'm sure it wasn't a, a, a hard transition over. No, not really. I mean, I kind of always had that in my mind. Um, I think things just happen, like too, in college where. You know, it's just a lot of dedication when it comes to sports. When you play college sports, like she ain't lying. You know, yeah, like you know, two a days, three a days, and then the amount of time like you spend in like when you go travel for, you know, games and things of that nature. Um, you know what I mean? It just seemed like it just put things in perspective. Now, honestly, like, and I'll keep it one hundred with you. Like, you know, I had, talk to me. I had gone to a relationship before I went to college. And, you know, obviously this is way before Nicole, but um, I got into a relationship. And obviously when you get a relationship, you know what I mean? Your priorities sometimes aren't in order, right? So, you know what I mean? Like I wasn't like, you know, going thousand percent, you know, that summer, like working out and stuff like that. So honestly, like I was recruited there, but I didn't even get to play. Like they, mm. you know, I didn't even make the team. Now I'm oh, to wow. keep it positive with you. So, and, you know, it was like a shocker to a lot of people that I was playing because even though, like, you know, I was slightly out of shape, like, I still was nice. Like, I still, like, yeah. could have got back in shape. But I think that I think that it, it was, like, one of those things where, like, to kind of teach me a lesson or the coach trying to, like, say, like, hey, like, even though, like, I recruited you, like, you didn't show your full potential and I chose this person over you kind of thing. Mm. And, you know, I respect it. Like, you know what I mean? At the end of the day, and, you know, I played on, like, his, like, intramural, like, team. And, like, a lot of, like, the OGs that used to play at Rutgers, like, I was on that team. And we won the championship. Like, you okay. know, I still had game. Like, I still, you know what I mean? Once I got back into shape, like, I was with it. But when it came time, like, to try to try it again, like, people was like, oh, you you coming back out for 10. And I'm like, nah. Like, I kind of <laughs> just, like. Nah, you know, he obviously he kind of gave me that reign of like that time away that I was like, you know what, I want to focus on something that like I'm passionate about, like which was yeah. art, graphic design and being, you know, what I mean, a college student, like, you know what I mean, where I got to meet a lot, a lot of people like, you know, a lot of lifelong friends now that probably would have been different if I played sports in college, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And in the graphic design, like, world, like, you know, I met a lot of amazing people, like, that to this day, you know, that were big influences, honestly, with me. And we used to take trips to New York City and a lot of inspiration, you know what I mean? Like, you know, just doing a lot of, you know, things exploring and, like, you know, really diving into, like, the world of, like, you know, honestly, like, graffiti art, like, going to galleries, like, you know, museums and, you know, just getting those kind of energies like help me figure out that like, yo, this is kind of what this is what I want to do. Like now, at that time in college, did you fit? Did you find your type of style of art? Because you know, every artist has different has different styles at the <laughs> what they're what they're drawing. Did you find like your your type of style at the time? Were you still learning like what your I don't want to say lameness, but what like your, 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 your I said your, your style, I guess and I'm, I'm repeating again, but like your style, like your unique type of um, your, your version, your, 
you know, I think you know the where I'm coming from. Like the anarch style that you see. Yeah, like, yeah, anarch style. Yeah. Like up here. Yes. So. <laughs> or, or guys, I want yeah, to say this at the end. Let's show I've, it. Or, or, or this stuff right here. Grand, I was kind of buy. I was gonna buy yeah, a framework. The upside down. Yeah, no, I was gonna. I was gonna. I was. <laughs> I was gonna buy the frame. God dang it! I was gonna buy the framework the weekend, but due to COVID, I gotta be isolated right now, so I can't be around people. Mm. But we have some Iverson and LeBron. Now, I don't know if you are LeBron lovers out there, but if you're from Philly, you got you, you got to God dang! It, I'm gonna say that right now. You gotta know. You gotta know. Like. When I bought this stuff from America, I know we're jumping ahead, around, jumping ahead, but when I saw this at at the uh, the show, I'm like, those are the two that I wanted. Those are the yeah. two that I wanted the most. So I'm happy you had that. Happy you had that. But yeah. like I said before, when did like you know the anarch style develop? So that's a good, really good question because I think the anarch style didn't start until like a couple years after I graduated college. Like, Ooh. So yeah, you, you when would I was, say, would you say, I'm not going to, we said you were still trying to find your way at the oh time. Yeah. Oh yeah. So was like this said, like, when I was in uh, college, like I had no idea what graphic design was really. So I was still searching and trying to find out who I was as far as like a graphic designer, because, you know, if anybody knows like with art, just like with music and anything that's dealing with in that realm, you got to be authentic. You know what I mean? Like you got to stand out and, you know, in order for people to notice you. Right. So I always had that thought in my head. Like I wanted to learn good graphic design and learn how to do it style wise. But at the same time, like I didn't want to get stuck in just that pocket. Like I wanted to like branch off and just say, Hey, this is my certain style. Now the Anarch style that you see now, that's not, that's not necessarily graphic design at all. Like, honestly, mm. like a lot of the, you know, uh, clean lines or like some of the, you could see some of the um, kind of elements in it that show like, oh, there's graphic design. Like, you know, even I'm like the point over there, like, so <laughs> even like up here, like, you know, the top part, as far as where it says King, you know, those kind of lines and crisp lines to kind of balance out the design to kind of make your eye kind of, do like a full circle, you know, that's kind of graphic design, you know, in a sense. And um, I think I just found like my niche, like I ended up teaming up with uh, two of like my lifelong friends now, um, uh, Marcus and Phil De Silva. Um, Phil De Silva, he's a tattoo artist in California now. Big shout out to you. Oh, California, so he used to live in New Jersey? He used to live in North New Jersey. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he ended up becoming a tattoo artist. He was in graphic design too. He became a tattoo artist and now he's in San Diego, but we had, um, a team, uh, we used to be called fresh and crisp and, uh, my boy Marcus, um, he invented the brand, um, and kind of brought me and Phil along, you know, as far as like joining his team, as far as like trying to launch, you know, this, uh, FNC, you know, lifestyle and, um, Honestly, like, you know, some of the best times of my life, like, you know what I mean? Like, like the adventures, like the, the things that we did, like it was a, it was a clothing brand. It was a t-shirt brand, but, and style, style wise, like, you know, we were just trying to do something different, something outside the box. And, um, but ended up, you know, obviously it just didn't work out that way. You know what I mean? And 
you know, everybody like kind of start doing like their own thing. And, you know, like I said, Phil's in California now. And I just kind of, in a sense, like was like, you know, there's, there's something else like, you know, that I wanted to do or, you know, one night, I think, I don't even think it was one night, but like, I just always had like this like symbol, like, you know what I mean? That I used to just think about, or like, in a sense, I used to dream about, and it was a circle, you know, with these two like points at the bottom. And like, I never understood why, like I would have these, like, it was, you know what I mean? It's loud, but like, yo, I literally used to have this like image in my dreams sometimes. And so my Anarch design logo that you see at the top of, you know, the Iverson poster, yeah. um, that's when I came out with that logo. I was like, oh, like, you know, like- an That's Anarch. your symbol right there. Yeah, so that was like the symbol that I thought of. And then honestly, I just started thinking of like the style that I have now, like starting with the center point, um, you know, using like a kind of like a protractor in a sense, like this focal point of like, you know, what's in the center, like what's in the heart of it, right? And kind of building around like what's in the heart of it, you know? So, and I just like, you know, honestly, like I just, envisioned like things like whenever i used to see it or i I, i'll get inspiration from like a a tv show or you know music or you know anything sports um and literally like you know and it's just kind of built from that where honestly it started off with like i made like like animals like i had like a tiger um a lion or something like that like way back when and i started off there and was that one the first that you have for anarch so I know we said we had to talk about what was like the first, and I'm sorry if I'm like cutting you off right there, changing it up. Like what was like the first work they said, like, yeah, this is Anarch right here. Like this is where, like what's the one that got, I guess, called the biggest buzz, you would say, that kind of started, you know, people following you? I think it was, it was the one that I'm talking about. It was uh, a tiger. I made this tiger and I made uh, this elephant. And I used to call it, it was like Elephant City. And is that still on your Instagram? I don't think it's still on my Instagram. I, a lot of my older stuff, like I took off, um, you know, but I'll tell you what, like, you know, like I said, with evolution and evolving as far as like when you practice them long enough, like you just you notice like at the beginning how it was and how it is now. Um, you know, that, that honestly, but that is where it, it, it started. And a lot of people's like, oh, like this is different, like. That's cool. Like, and honestly, like the, um, I think the idea came from like, you know, I grew up in the church. So, and my father was a minister and a lot of the elements and things that I use, like that circle and like the things around it. Um, it's almost like in a sense, like a uh, stained glass, um, like in a church. And I, like when I started like designing it, I started thinking like, wow, like where did I kind of get this from? And like I started thinking like, honestly, like if you look at it, it's kind of almost like a stained glass. Like, you know, and in, in our church, we used to have this big circle behind the pulpit and it had like Jesus Christ in it. Right. Mm-hmm. And like around it had like, you know, symbols of, you know, like the body of Christ and like, you know, the lamb and, you know, the cross and things like that. Yeah, and honestly, I think like it branched from that, honestly, and then and just using that kind of element, like I just started kind of like making like these different types of forms, 
Um, and it just kind of like started picking up and people started noticing it. And I, and I was like, kind of in a sense that I was like, this is, this is me. Like, this is exactly what, like, I want to do, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, and any of, you know, any anarch design that you see, it's not like anything else. Like, you know what I mean? That, mm-hmm. you know, that you'll see as far as art wise in the art realm, like people are like, Oh, this is kind of similar, but it's not. See, I'm glad you brought it up because us, that people that don't know art, that's why I said, what's your style? Because people say they see the style, but I don't think they really know the style. Like your eyes say one thing, but to the artist, that mean it means it means completely different. If you know what I mean, yeah, it's it, it's 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 interesting because like yeah, it's it's kind of teach you really like how to look at art, right? And sometimes it's like people look at art and be like, I have no idea what I'm looking at, like talking. And honestly, art is supposed to be you know to your interpretation, like you know what I mean. Like when you look at a piece of artwork, like if it talks to you, it talks to you, right? Like if you know, you see certain elements in it. You see elements that, like, you're like, "Wow, I see this," or "I see that," and um, you know, and that's like with mine. Like, you know, I make it very ambiguous to a point where I put like these representations inside of it that, like, even people to this day that like bought my artwork or you know, seen it, they're like, "Oh, wow!" Like, I didn't even see that in the art. And then like people start picking out certain things. Or symbolisms of, you know, like I said, like what what's in the center, like, or even if it's just like a theme, you know what I mean? Like they start like looking around. And that's what I like to do. I like to, even though like it's a center point, mm-hmm. it still makes your eyes like look around as far as like looking at what else is in it, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I said from like like I said before, um, one of my favorites was, you know, the LeBron and Iverson. So how did you like I said? Just, just for me, this is just my own personal question. How did you, you know, do the whole LeBron and the Iverson? Because those, those are one of my two favorite players. I mean, LeBron because he's LeBron James and Iverson because, you know, me being a Sixers fan, I love all Philadelphia. And, and Iverson was, you know, that guy yeah. in Philly. So, like, were these, like, long-term players or they just, you know, just immediately thought, came your head, like, I'm going to draw them, like, right away? Honestly, I have been thinking about making a LeBron James piece for a long time because I'm a huge LeBron James fan. But it's one of those things where, like, if you're going to do, like, you know, somebody like LeBron James, like, you got to do it right. And, like, and I just never had, like, that thing that I was just like, I'm going to make this LeBron James piece for this. And then when he announced that he was doing Space Jam, like, I was like, okay, this is this is crazy. Like, all right then I need to get on this. And like a lot of people um, were hitting me up like on IG, like, Hey man, like space jam got like this, like competition for artwork, like, you know, to send really? for the movie. Yeah. It was like before the trailers came out and stuff, like, you know, just to get, oh. like, kind of the, you know, publicity going, like they were like, yeah, like, you know, and you like kind of entered like this contest and submitted like your work. So I came up with like two pieces so I don't know if you saw the other piece that I did. But... Well, one for him and his son. Yeah, I actually, I actually was kind of up. Uh, we should, we, we can actually, I can share that with the screen right there. Actually, yeah. and so that one's like a blend of both. So I put like the two of them, like two of the worlds, um, and like you know you had like you know Tune Squad, and you also had 
Let's look that up right right here. That's one of them right here. Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. And then yes. yeah, yeah. So you feel like you got the blend of both. You know what I mean? And then inside the uh, so I made two versions of it. So I think like you only had to submit one, but I was like, man, I'm gonna go all in. You know, if I'm gonna do Space Jam, so. And, you know, as you can see, like, right? Yeah. So as you can see, I put a, like a lot of like the colors from the movie. Obviously, like the old school characters, and um. So yeah, that that kind of boosted me to say, all right, I'm gonna do a LeBron James piece. And you know, with Iverson, honestly, like, man, I could talk about Iverson for a minute. Right? <laughs> we like, all can. <laughs> honestly, like, I just think that I'm gonna just be flat out with it. Like, I think he's almost a very disrespected like great player like that kind of didn't deserve to be as disrespected and just kind of shunned the way that he did without question without question with that yeah. we, we we can go all day about that too yeah exactly that's why yeah. welcome to Stephen a smith Stephen a smith will have iverson's back all day oh yeah he will have I mean, iverson's back good. all day i mean for good right you know what i'm saying like you know there's there's things that I just really had to do an Iverson piece. Like, you know, even with this year um, and, like, the recent Sixers teams, like, you know, Joel Embiid, like, he's he's amazing player. Like, you know, you got Maxi and got, you know, some of the players that's on the Sixers now. But, there, like, there hasn't been an Al Iverson, you know, ever, like, since Allen Iverson. Like, there's no, there hasn't been a player that when you went to see the Sixers play, that you're like, yo, this player is just nasty. Like, I want to – that had the influence that Allen Iverson had. Allen Iverson influenced and inspired every kid, like, growing up. Like, as far as, like, the killer crossover, like, the yes. way he played ball, the way – The like, handling, like – The handling. You see, you see him in the 2001 All-Star game? That'll... That's what I mean, though. Like, Allen Iverson, like, you know – I. I can all the people that had the the arm sleeve, you know what I mean, playing basketball out on the court. Like it's like, bro, you know Iverson, but like at the end of the day, like he was just that influential at that. He there's things that like, you know, they talked about him as far as not going to practice and all that garbage. And but the man would show up at games and just give it yeah. a thousand percent every time. He was he you was, know, he was our best player on the team. That's how we couldn't yeah. beat the Lakers. It was it was pretty much Iverson against the whole entire Lakers team. It was nuts, man. That year that they went to the finals, yo, like, you know, forever that step over Teron Lou, like, is crazy. Like that three point shot. Like he I mean, so I, I need I needed a reason to make an Allen Iverson post. And I thought like now was like the time because I just think that Philly like really wants that type of person back like and it was the top thing was the 75 like they had her during their there's top 75 players too we did it so it was honestly the perfect time to do it yeah top 75 but then like yeah like when you see Allen Iverson come out there you know you just like wow like you know finally you know what I mean he's getting his recognition he's getting his respect you know all that he did do for the game of basketball and for the NBA and now y'all can actually appreciate him you know, the person that did rock, you know, you know, cornrows and, you know, keep it real. The tattoos, like, too. He was the, I think he was the first one who did the whole tatted up thing for NBA players. She had a whole bunch of NBA players doing the same thing now. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, like I said, like you want to talk about one of the biggest influences, you know, in the game of basketball, Allen Iverson was that dude. So, yeah, man, it was just like it was just a piece that had to be done. And obviously I made a tremendous whole, piece, by the way, tremendous you, piece. Yeah, appreciate that, man. I'm happy you got one because that's another thing I bring up, too, is people always be like, oh, like you do, you know, have them in prints and things like that. And once those prints are gone, like that's it. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I don't print any more of that. Version. I want to buy them for the longest time. Like, I'm like, Anthony, do you sell these? Because I know it was a while ago. You're at a convention at New mm-hmm. Jersey. You were selling. I'm like, when are you going to sell them around here, damn it? And then when you told me about your event, you know, at first I didn't know if I was going to be around because I was going to make it over a friend, but lucky that didn't happen. Like, I definitely got to pull up to this and support my guy. You know what yeah. I mean? People say, you know, they'll support their friends, but they don't do it sometimes. So, you know, they don't have to pull through for that. Yeah, bro. I mean, honestly, like, <clears throat> I really appreciate you coming through. And, you know, right now it's like, yeah, I do a lot of, like, the pop-ups and, you know, try to, you know, sell them at different, you know, events. And um, one of the events that I do now is, like, the Billion Bars Club <clears throat> in uh, New Brunswick. Um, And uh, I was at um supporting like my bros over at uh clockwork uh, supply co um big shout out to jay um and that whole crew you know that put on that event um it was amazing man like the atmosphere was crazy like you were there um just a good vibe man i mean and a lot of times with art you know functions that i'm a part of like it's just a good space you know what i mean a lot of good people um and yeah like that's like the opportunity that like i try to do like exclusive like one-on-one you know being a cedar artist like getting my art getting it out there and people getting the opportunity to like get one like from me you know what i mean not just yeah i just got it up on a website and like just buy it there like you know what i mean like i kind of more so like right now it's just like more hands-on like you know if you if you see my ig or you see like i post something like i'm gonna be somewhere yeah. You know, come on out, you know, and you never know what piece I'll have there. And mm-hmm. like I said, once they're gone, you know, that's it. Like I try, I'm I'm definitely in the realm of like ex- exclusive prints, you know, or exclusive designs that, you know, like from years from now, when you look back on it, you'll be like, yeah, I got, I have one of these, like, you know, from this artist and like, that's it. I have a more patient artist now as I like grew older because at first I'm like, uh, art's really not my thing, yada yada yada. But when I started going to go to conventions and when I saw this amazing work, I'm like, I gotta buy it. But then also, you know, urgent when it's like I see a lot of this great piece. I see, you know, I'm not saying you know they didn't sell anything, but like you don't see it grasp a lot of attention. I'm like, how are they not getting his attention? It's very, very good. Now, maybe it hits people differently, but, like, I just feel as though, like, artists don't get the credit that they deserve, especially when they put in the time and so into making this stuff, because making this stuff is not easy. <laughs> like, I know it's going to take, like, hours, days, weeks. Like, it, it's not easy making this stuff. Oh, no. thousand percent. And, and you know, that's that's, like, the wild part. I'm glad you brought that up. Because a lot of times I think that people, when they see artwork or they see, you know, go to somebody's table, like, you know, you were at Comic-Con and you see artists and you see the work that they did there that you could just buy. Hmm. But no one sees like the, you know, 
behind the scenes, like where, you know, those hours like at night or, you know, day and night, those long hours, like as far as creating, you know, putting that piece together and um, all the effort that gets put into it. Like it's one of those like the the things where you, you look at it and you're like, if you look at a piece of art, if you can replicate it, all right, then maybe you can just pass it up. But if you look at what somebody's done and you say, I have no idea how they did that, how they started it, how they got to the finish, like you should appreciate like that, you know what I mean? And like, and honestly, like, and that's coming from like a, an actual bringing artist that like all the time and effort that is put into that, like they deserve to kind of get acknowledged that like, wow, like, you know, you know, I give you respect for what you did because I have no idea how you did that. Yeah, I, I respect them all. Like, I respect ours. I'm glad I'm, I actually got out of that mindset where it's like, I don't care about art, but no, I do appreciate because as you see, I buy a lot of stuff and I still have stuff in cases that I'm like, so I've yet to play, place them out yet. So, trust yeah. me, I value the art pieces. Yeah. Now, I also want to go back a little bit. Was there a time where you said to yourself, Man, I don't know if, if this art stuff's gonna be it for me. Were there like any tough times where you're like, I, I don't think I can do this right now? Because I appreciate everyone how you know their moments where like, I don't, I don't think it's it for me right now. Like I try, but I, I don't think it's working for me. Uh, never. Really? Never. <laughs> so I'm not gonna say in the sense of like it's not gonna work out for me. Like, of course, there's, there's good days and bad days. You know what I mean? There's. Mm -hmm. You know, you go to an event and like sell, and then sometimes you go there and like not sell as much. But the idea of saying that it's not going to work, I don't ever, I don't think I have that kind of mentality or thought process because I feel as though like if you're passionate about something, if you love what you do and believe in yourself, like there's no kind of like doubting that like it'll work. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just think that, like, you know, I haven't tapped into everybody. Like, I haven't been to, you know, uh, California and sold at an event. I haven't been to Texas. I haven't been to, you know, um, certain places in New York. You know what I mean? Like, I haven't been. To, think about all the states and all these places that, like, I generally could be or promoted and that have not seen, like, my art or know about my art that, could possibly love my art, you know what I'm saying? Like, so I don't think it's it's an idea that like I I want to give up on it, mm. um, because I have seen, because I also do custom work too. So you know, sometimes people will see the posters and things I do, and then say, hey, like, you know, could you make you know a piece for me, like a custom piece, or um, could you make like an album cover for me? And mm, I've nice. worked with like a lot of different artists and you know, quite a few like clients that, you know, that want something unique and want something that's just theirs. So, and that's why like, I get to the realm where I'm like, I don't see this being like something that I'll stop because I think for what I do it, and it's uniqueness that like, I think that if somebody feels though that, Hey, I want that style for me, you know, this day or for this event or for this person, like I'm there for that. So, yeah, I mean, like, like I said, like it's, it's always tough, like especially when you're trying to be an entrepreneur, if you're trying to be an artist, like, you know, they don't call it a starving artist for no reason. Like, <laughs> yeah. you kind of gotta have like 
that backup or that safety blanket in a sense on those bad days. But um, yeah, man, I just love, I love this so much, man. And I would never trade it in for anything. And like, I would never like give up on, you know, my vision or, you know, getting my art, my artwork into everybody's household at some point in time, you know, mm. you know, and I always encourage anybody else too, like, and that's the one thing that's about me that like, I'm always, always going to encourage anybody that wants to do their own thing or anybody that has their own particular passion that they they want to do. Like, don't ever like give up on it, stick with it. Like, cause it's yours. Like it, it it's, it's something that like you have ownership over, right? Like you don't, nobody's a boss of you as far as like this podcast, nobody's a boss of you and you doing your pocket. Like, you know? So I just like, I'm just, thousand percent on that like I, and that's why it's how i feel about myself like i'll continue to do this until i don't have breath in my body like we, we go in the damon the damon dash route be your own boss right there yeah man and that's the idea you know like and especially in today's world like everybody has like the potentials of just being their own boss so and i think a lot of people are tapping into that and like some people continue with it and just stay focused and don't give up and some people you know, be like, all right, you know, it's not really working out. Like, let me find something else. But now, would you say that? Um, now, Grant, well, I think we talked about it earlier how you know when it was hand drawn digital art. So, have you been doing more digital art now? More? Do you, have you still been doing hand drawn? Is all just digital art now? Because now, or as I see, it's just all like digital. Like, I don't know mm-hmm. how they're doing it, but like, I don't see any hand drawn unless at conventions somebody asks, "Hey." Can you make this for me? No hand draw, but like all these artists that I see, it's just all digital and like don't it's all done through the computer now. Is that do you think that's like good or a bad thing in today's I mean Grant, I mean it's it's gotta be beneficial for them doing it through the computer, or do you still appreciate the hand drawn stuff more to this day? Yeah, man, it's the new world, you know what I'm saying? Like digital art, you know, iPad, you know, procreate those kind of things, like you know, those are like the new wave of like I mean, it's not in the sense of, it's just a technology evolving, right? Like, it's yeah. like, I don't have to be on a, a pencil and paper anymore. Like, I don't have to go buy a sketchbook, you know, from Michael's or, you know, somewhere. Um, I can have just my iPad or my, you know, my Mac computer or something like that and just do it right on my computer. And I can have as many blank sheets as I want. And I could just do whatever I want on this and I can erase it you know, with a click of a button instead of having to use an eraser and race it down. Now, me, I'm kind of old school. Like, I love the, I love, you know, pencil to paper and that old style of, like, drawing. So, like, I yeah. still, yeah, so I still do that. And then I convert it into a vector on my, you know, Mac computer. You know, just kind of, like, cleaning stuff, certain things up, adding the colors, like, you know, for vi- you know, get that vibrant, like, kind of colors in it. But um, I, I did start getting into, like, the digital world, though, as far as, like, you know, using, like, an iPad, you know, to make illustration work. Like, you got you to do Adobe uh, Illustrator, Adobe Photoshop, Adobe. What's oh, the other all, yeah. All of it. <laughs> Illustrator is my, is my bread and butter. Illustrator is my baby. Um, I don't really use Photoshop until I'm like making obviously like the posters, but, Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, like, but procreate, like I'm I'm big on that and I'm not 
scared to say that like you know with my ipad you know shout out to are my people people are people afraid to admit that huh are people afraid to admit that type of stuff um wait what do you mean well you say you say you said you said i i'm i'm not afraid to admit or do you not say that no yeah i'm not afraid to admit i, I don't know like some people may not want to say procreate like you know maybe some people might be like, oh, like, that's not what I use. Or, you know, some mm-hmm. people got their own niches, just like people like I like Microsoft rather than, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? Like, or mm-hmm. uh, Mac. Um, but yeah, I mean, I use that. And um, actually, recently, I just came out with like a different, um, I want to say, um, I just came out with like a different like kind of niche as far as like um, I'm making like shoes. <laughs> Um, and it's called, uh, just, Jeez, for right. yeah, just for kicks. So I had like this idea of like, um, making shoes like into like art, you know what I mean? Like, because like everybody, you know, especially sneakerheads, like you go to Foot Locker, you go to like different, you know, foot action, whatever, Jordans, all of it, Jordans, all of that. Like, that's like the wave right now. So I was like, man, all these people are like, like super passionate about shoes. Like, it'd be dope to, like, just have, like, you know, illustration on shoes yeah. that people love. Like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, that's a big move right there. Yeah. And, like, and I'm, like, coming out with different, like, little series. Like, so right now, you know, I got, like, the, uh, it's like the Kanye's, like, kind of thing. Um, the Yeezys, in a sense. Um, but it's kind of, like, got, like, its own, like, its own thing. Like, if you want to pull up my IG, you can kind of see it. Um but I kind of want to make it like, you know, like the tricks, you know, kind of like idea where it's like the old nostalgic, you know, box of cereal kind of esque kind of thing. But then at the same time, they're like fresh shoes, you know. But in a sense, like you can collect, you know, a piece of art that's like also like your favorite pair of shoes kind of thing. Like, So is that like the next big thing that like you're working on right now? Yeah, it's like another project, you know, that um, that I'm kind of getting into, like where I'm kind of just trying to branch off. Like, you know, I like to stay in like the lane of like the Anarch design, but at the same time, like, you know, I want to mix it up a little bit, too. And um, another like venture I went into in, in my projects was uh, my Jimmy, you know, kind of collection, um, the Jimmy kind of brand as far as. Uh, this this character man is so loaded. We can have a whole podcast just based off of Jimmy. <laughs> um, just like the idea of why we'll to do a part two then? <laughs> yeah, where he started from, like what he you know you know came from, like you know the idea of it, like oh man, like Jimmy is like going to be everything to me, like forever. Um, but yeah, it's just kind of like. I'm just trying to just do like a couple of different things, you know, just kind of like mixing it up a little bit. Now I'm sure social media has definitely helped you with the following and help you get the word out there because nowadays for artists back in the day, I mean, even, even, I mean, I know we're not too far apart from age, but like even at that time, you know, social media wasn't where it was next. Now it's like, you get the word out there better and faster now because word of mouth is not dead. Like word of mouth is still very, very, popular so very useful to, in this generation and i gotta mm. thank social media for that tremendously yeah yeah i mean word of mouth is is huge i mean 
And I think that's how I got to kind of where I'm at now, like people knowing, you know, that I do art or, you know, the Anarch brand, um, you know, obviously I got to start somewhere, you know, it's not like super big, but at the same time, like for the people that know about it, like, know, like, wow, like, you know, that, that really appreciate it. You know, I kind of, it kind of really branched off from this one event that I did, um, I actually linked up with an artist from Trenton, New Jersey, and, and you're uh, from and you're from originally from Trenton, we don't Trenton, right? Yeah, like the Trenton area, um, Ewing. Um, you know, what I mean, I like to always rep. You know, Ewing. I'm a Ewing knight, but um, got a lot of love for the capital city of Trenton, and um, so yeah, man, I like did this uh, project with a, a Trenton like artist. I'm gonna say music artist because he wasn't really. Not really a rapper or a singer, like he's kind of like a blend of both. Mm-hmm. But um, he had like this big event for his album called Love Is Free, and um, he had a he has like a really big following, and you know he just kind of was like, wow, like what you do, and I want you to do like my album cover. And so I did that, and I think it kind of stemmed from that. You know, honestly, like. It became like really big, well, bigger as far as like people knowing the style and you know following it. But um, connections, yeah, honestly, like it, you know it was the connections, and then like I said, the community. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you start to like meet people. You start to like you know they start they meet you. They see what you're about, and you know, like I said, build like other relationships, and then. You know, I did like some artwork for them. And then, you know, I actually had like a actual show um, in uh, Hopewell um, at a winery um, way back when. And that's kind of where this piece came from. Okay. Um, Good yeah. advertiser right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This one right here. So, yeah, if, like, yeah. if you're watching this on YouTube or Facebook, it's showing it right there. If you listen to the audio version of this, I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's yeah, it's it's um that was like my first, you know, big kind of like event where it was at like this really big winery, and I made all these like custom like grapes. I made like like white wine grapes, and I made like <laughs> red wine grapes, and I like put like this kind of theme around it. So it was like it was real fun, you know what I'm saying? Like, and like I said, like I, obviously like the pandemic like slowed down a lot of that kind of stuff as far as being more like hands-on and you know doing galleries or things of that nature but you know like i said i'm just trying to you know ramp it up now and get back into it more so so i got even actually an event this friday um in new brunswick at the billion bars club um you know event very nice very dope um kind of social gathering you know as far as like up-and-coming music artists and um just like i said like a good community of uh you know people just coming together you know trying to do you know what god put them on his earth to do no man i'm happy for it. i really am now also what's like maybe it's might be early question bit of an early question because i know maybe you're still figuring things out but like what's like the legacy that you want to leave behind like what's like what's uh anthony aka king anarchs you know what do you want to be remembered for in a way uh, I just want to be known for being authentic, um, creating, you know, like these designs that, you know, will live on, you know, forever. I definitely want to be known for somebody that, you know, stood up for, you know, 
honestly, like, you know, love and, you know, the community of people coming together through art too, you know, because, you know, I don't want it to be that I just cater towards, you know, certain individuals. Like I want to, you know, do something that's, you know, pretty ambiguous that everybody, you know, like, well, if you collect it, we'll say like, hey, I got one of his pieces and, you know, he he was all about like togetherness kind of thing. Mm. So not just not sticking to one one audience, but like everybody right there. Yeah. Like right now, like, you know, my IG, you know, like I'm starting to like get like a blend of like a lot. But at the same time, like I do want people to, you know, understand that like my art, you know, just like kind of like. I mean, it doesn't say it right now, but like, you know, they say like music, you know, with like Bob Marley used to, you know, music is a thing of love and togetherness and like people come together through music. But I also think that people come together through art too. Like, you know what I mean? Like all walks of life can look at my art and, you know, appreciate it. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like just catered towards one group. Like everybody can, you know, come and have a discussion or have, you know, see what do they see in the art or see in the piece of art. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I love like when I'm at these events and like everybody, you know, of different, you know, races, colors, cultures, you know, come up to my table and appreciate the same thing somebody else just appreciated of another culture or race or, you know, ethnicity. It's like, you know, I love that idea. And, you know, like I said, I just want to leave my stamp on like something that was authentic to me that I, you know, could give to the world that I felt as though like I was born to do. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you know, I, you know, it's a different being stuck behind, you know, like a nine to five and living a day to day and making a living. But I always had the idea, like, I want to have something that people can look back on and be like, oh, like I got this from Anarch Designs or I got this from Anthony Shakes, you know, um, he was a great artist and, you know, have this forever kind of thing. Well, you've definitely been, been on the right direction, man. So I'm very, I'm very happy for you. I'm very proud of you. And you know me, I'll always be there if you need anything or sort of support because, you know, <laughs> you got to support your friends, man. Like, I I'm like, it. you really do. Like I said, I'm not saying you're, if you're not a friend, if you don't support them, but like, if there's any way you can, like, it can be the smallest thing. Like, they'll still appreciate it in the future because without your support, they weren't, they're not going to be to where they are right now. Exactly. And I, and, you know, and I appreciate you doing this podcast. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you know, because I know it's always Knuckles, you know, friends, <laughs> you know, family and friends. And it's like, you the title know, means something to it means something exactly like you know you stood on your logo like you know it is what it says family and friends like and it's not you know catered to just talking about anime or you know uh movies or you know hero you know superhero movies and tv shows it's like yo like you know some people are doing different things like this is a good space to come in you know kind of branch off a little bit so i do appreciate this yeah, no, percent brother. No, I appreciate man. The first of many, first of many. Now, before you go, I got one question because we're gonna get back on the nerve side of it. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna ask this on every podcast right now. <clears throat> in in the nerd world, right? Right. Is there a dream crossover? So, what's your dream crossover? So, anybody, anyone from a video game, comic, anime, 
if they were together, who would be your dream? Your dream crossover event would be dream crossover event. Well, oh, so, dream, okay, good question. What would be your dream? Your your crossover your crossover uh team up. So Batman with a Goku or someone like that, or Batman with a, a class like anyone in the pop culture. Who would you love to see team up? Oh my god. <laughs> That's crazy, though. Um, Cause you know me, I'm like I said, I'm back in my nerd shit right now. I'm a nerd guy, so I want to get, I want to, I want your your team, your team, your crossover team up right there. Wow, dude. Um, that's got him, bro. That's like really loaded right there. Um, I know, I know. I'm a journalist, man. I, I come with the tough questions. You really do. Um. Oh man! <laughs> got him. And it got gotta him. be. And it gotta be anime or. No, it could be like anime superhero, a video game character. Hell, let's add like athletes in there too. Mm. Or any cartoon characters, anything. I mean, honestly, like I'm really a thousand percent in it right now, so I would probably say. I'll probably say Goku and Naruto. Okay, Goku and Naruto. I mean, we've seen that everywhere, but I do I do like it when they're together, though. Those are actually one of my two favorite anime characters. Yeah, I mean, I mean I'm mean, i thinking just, like, straight off the top, like, <laughs> what they're about. Obviously, like, it's a little cliche. Um, I, I it's I really all good, want, man. I really want to dive more into this because, like, I got so many in my head right now that I'm, like, there's one that I, I feel like would be a lot better. Um, go, go, go. Let's say, it, let's say, it. come on. I know, I know, I know you can think. It. I know you can think it. I know you can think it. Mm. Don't, don't, don't cheat on me. Don't, 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 don't do this to me. I know you can do it. I know you can do it. I think, I think, um, a good crossover. Yes. Mm. Come on. I know it's right there. You give me a blank right now, bro. I mean, I'm I'm gonna say Harley Quinn. All right. Oh man. We'll write this down. Harley. And this crossover means like they like come together for something, right? Yeah, they come together for something. Like we don't have to save the reason, but just you know. Just seeing them team up. <laughs> this really got me stuck. Like, see, see this. See when I see this. When I get when I get my guests thinking, that's you know it's a good interview, right? It's a good question, right there. <laughs> no, this is like no, but this is like bad because like. I, I got like so many heroes and so many villains that like I love like oh and then you saying like a crossover as far as like like this is like anything and like I, I I've narrowed like I said it can be a an anime character a video game character or I just add some somebody or you can like pick one of your favorite athletes too 
So we got Harley. You know what? No, not scratch out Harley. All right. I want to put Gayu from Demon Slayer. Ooh. And I was gonna say Inuyasha, but nah, I don't want that. I want to say Gayu from Demon Slayer. I never, I never really fucked with that anime. But to be honest with you, Inuyasha. I didn't. I couldn't fuck with it. Yeah, I mean, it was like one of my childhood things. Um, no, you know what? Scratch that. <laughs> the main, no, no, the main character from Outlaw Star and Harley Quinn. Oh, who was the main character Outlaw? Oh God! Got the name, your bro. Oh God! Back in the day. Oh my God! Out. Back in the day. Whoever, whoever that was, but Outlaw Star. I feel like they need to bring that back, honestly. Oh man, Netflix, Ooh, Netflix need to bring that back. But I lost. Oh my god, you, <laughs> bro! God dang it! Who was the freaking character? Yeah, I forget his name. Holy shit! People are gonna kill us right now. Yo, for sure. I know people, people are gonna kill us. How you not know? <laughs> oh shit! Um, Gene Starwin. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Gene so Starwin and Harley Gene Quinn. Starwin and Harley Quinn. I liked God. Yo, you went OC? I appreciate that you went old school because yeah. I had to think man, on it. Because people just don't be wrong, people love anime, but I just I re- I rarely feel as though people don't show enough bridge to, to the old school ones. Oh. And I just feel as an initiative show more of it. Like, honestly, I'm currently watching Fence of the North Star. I am currently watching anime. And that's old. That's 80s right there. That's a classic. You want to talk about some 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 sick death scenes? Yeah. Like, don't, every time when they're going blow them up, I'm like, they're like, I feel fine. I'm like, oh, you're about to die in like five seconds. Mm-hmm. And they end their heads just be like, ugh. Now, before you, I know you said you like Inuyasha. Do you remember this for Inuyasha? Yes, bro. <laughs> People cannot forget about that. That that answer, like that when was... you just. That was the song, but you know what? You know why I brought up Outlaw Star? Outlaw Star was one of my favorites, bro. And yeah, it, they don't play it anymore, but the ending credits for Outlaw Star is is where it's at. Like the set, the the it was like a part two ending credits yeah. for Outlaw Star. But yeah, yeah, it's just one of the. I mean, see, anime does that though. Like they they put a lot of efforts into their music. Oh my! Like it's funny. It's like they're out. The intros will be all action, and then their outros just be all like slow and sad sometimes. <laughs> Bro, I'm telling you, if you if you can find it, maybe after this we could look it up. But the ending credits for Outlaw Star, the the second version, that used oh. to be like you know after school, like oh. it was like one of the things where like it's very iconic when you was a child, like eating a bowl of cereal after school. Now, like I said, eating a bowl of cereal after school and watching Tsunami 
and watching like Tsunami was just well actually no was it on adult was it on adults or was it on Tsunami? That was on Tsunami. It was on Tsunami, okay. Mm-hmm. I was thinking more of a yeah. Um that yeah, it was Tsunami, yeah, because uh Yu Yu Hagashi was was Tanami was Adult Swim first. Yeah. Then it was later on Tanami. Yeah. Trying to look for it. You said it was it was the second and then yeah, it was it was the part two version. We're gonna have to look at this on the on the uh outside of this right there. We're, we're sorry, guys. We're, we're, we're yeah. sorry we can't look it up oh. right now. Kind of got it up. Yeah, but no, Anthony. Though, know, like, I appreciate you so much for being my first guest on this thing because I'm still learning this thing right now. But I said, I've always wanted to do this because I said I went to school for journalism, as people know, or if you didn't know that, I'm not gonna admit I was not the best writer. Even when I write things, I'm just be like, God, then what the hell did I write? But when it comes to talking, well, I can talk for hours upon hours upon hours. Like, I won't shut up. I won't shut up. So <laughs> I'm definitely using my speaking skills to the test right here. Plus, I got I got an A in, in speech communication. So yay me. So that's sure it's only right there. <laughs> yeah, man. That's, got, that's awesome, dude. Like, like I said, like use what you got, bro. Like, you know, you you amazing at something like stick with it like you know these podcasts are always dope and you know like your insight on you know like various things like i think like you got a lot to bring to the table no i truly appreciate that I truly do now for my second interview who knows when that would be like i said i don't have a, a list of guests i have that say okay friday saturday so no we're we're looking for more so you know like i said it's not going to be a consistent like each Wednesday or each third Tuesday, I'm going to upload an interview. No, like I said, they will come. Like I said, I'm going to reach out to the people down to interview with me. Then, you know, we'll do it. So, but like I said, as I hopefully start growing, then hopefully that will be on a consistent basis with, you know, interview on so, so, so on this day. But this is the start of many. And like I said, me and Anthony will definitely be back, whether it's, you know, discussing the Marvel topic or part two of interview, because as I'm pretty sure there's still a lot that we can, uh, need to get into with this yeah man and like yeah man for anybody out there that's not following me on ig my ig is anarch vii so that's a-n-a-r-c v-i-i and then you can also i got a website www.anarchdesigns.com oh no well i will definitely have them in the link in the description box so lesson for this um interview will be up on youtube this interview will be up on facebook if you're not, you know, if you don't, if you don't listen, if you don't want to see the video, if you want to listen to the audio, it will be on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, my anchor. We'll be on anywhere you have your where you're listening on your podcast. So, guys, everyone, thank you guys for tuning in on my first ever guest on the Knuckles Curb right here. Well, it, 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 it was between Knuckles Curb and Knuckles Sanctum, regardless of both of my sacred places, sacred safe places. So, be. We'll, there'll be a lot more guests to come. Hopefully, if they say yes to my interviews. But why wouldn't that? I mean, I'm a nice, cool guy, and we're gonna have a nice conversation. Plus, you know, with how I got Anthony stumbling on that last question, like, <laughs> yeah, you got me on that. He 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 might rethink his answer. Who do, who doesn't know? You might not know. He might rethink his answer. But we'll stick with uh Gene Star and Harley Quinn. We'll stick with that right there. Stick with that. Yeah. So, folks, like, thank you guys for tuning in so much. Uh, tuning in, I appreciate that. Um, we will get on the uh, Moon Knight discussion soon. Like I said, it's this is the one time where it's something to get everyone together for a Marvel discussion. But like I said, 
even if it's one episode, if worst comes to worst, we'll do a finale discussion on that at least because we can't not talk about it because like I said it's big. We've been doing the Marvel things for since the beginning. Like I said, Anthony was my number one with the Marvel thing. You know, he was my number one guy when it came to uh, WandaVision and from so on to this day. So that's it's gonna happen. Like Ooh. I said, it's gonna happen, but it's never gonna happen. That's all I can really say. Very well, guys. Y'all be safe out there. Like I said, be sure to follow Anthony on Instagram, and I'll post his website in the, in the description box. Be sure to follow me on my Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. You can follow me on Twitch, where I stream every weekend. I'll be streaming this Saturday. I'll be streaming Mario Party Superstars. So, Anthony, if you're getting Mario Party Superstars, let me know. We'll get you on that as well. Or you get every every Mario Kart, which I'll take years for that to happen. But, you know, if you get Mario Kart, please let me know. I'm sure Nicole will love to play that game, too. Nicole needs to get it. I'll, I'll, I'll pressure to doing it right there. So, everybody. Let's go down in Atlantic City. What's up? Pressure her when we're in Atlantic City. Oh, say no more. She's gonna freaking hate me after when I'm when she's when I'm done. She's gonna hate me. So, hey, you told me to pressure, so I have permission. Y'all hear it first. I have permission. So, everyone, y'all have a good night. Y'all be safe. We'll see you guys in the next podcast, next video, next gaming video, next anything right there. So, you know, check out Anthony's artwork. If not, we can't be friends. Take care, everybody. <laughs>